What's Shaken Fire Nation? JLD here with an audio masterclass where we're going to go through and study how an entrepreneur grew a $50 million business from home. And to do that, we're going to bring Jeff Bishop on the mic. He's a co-founder of the fastest growing stock market education site in the world. We're going to talk today about some challenges of working from home, how you can find the right business to actually start, some tips for scaling an internet business, your marketing budget, and how to actually build a team culture without a physical office space, Fire Nation, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsor. Growing businesses need qualified candidates, and qualified candidates can be a challenge to find. Lucky for us, ZipRecruiter makes it simple, fast, and smart. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ready to build your first sales funnel without having to hire an entire tech team to help? With ClickFunnels, you can. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. Jeff, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Right on, man. Thanks for having me today. You know, I was thinking about this, and I don't think many people know that I'm a member of Mensa. And most people listening don't even know what Mensa is, but <laughs> it's this weird little group of uh, the top 2% IQ in the world, essentially. That's how they define it. And their world headquarters is right next to the university I used to go to. So they had a invitation for college students to go out and try out tests one day. And Turns out I'm pretty good at taking Mensa tests, so I'm in the Mensa club. <laughs> in the Mensa club. I'm going to try to see if there's one in Puerto Rico so I can uh, go take that test and utterly fail it, of course. But <laughs> You'd be surprised. Come on. Awesome stuff, Jeff. But listen, Fire Nation, as I mentioned in the intro, we're going to talk today about how Jeff grew a $50 million business from home. So Jeff, let's first start off by talking about the challenges of working from home because a lot of people just see it as, oh my God, it would be so amazing to roll out of bed just to go over to my desk and to fire up the old laptop and to crank it out. So talk to us about sure. the challenges. Yeah. I mean, the, on the outside, it sounds great. You say 50 million. I can't believe it's gotten to there nowadays, but it sure has. Crazy. Uh, I just remember 15 years ago working at my kitchen table on a laptop and Hardly anyone worked from home at that time. So it's come a long way in the last 15 years or so. But, you know, some of the challenges are, you know, you don't see people. <laughs> That's a good and bad thing, right? <laughs> so if you, you've got to be able to have a mindset where you're, you're self-motivated. You got to really be able to keep yourself on task and drive yourself every day because, you know, you're not around coworkers and there's no boss telling you what to do every day. So you've got to be really self-motivated to do things. And for some people that really need that social interaction, uh, I feel like we get a lot of that online through, you know, we do calls all the time. We do, you're in Slack or messaging, and I feel like you get some interaction with people, even though you're not physically with them. So I think the internet's evolved a lot in that sense, but some people just have a really hard time not, you know, seeing people at the water cooler and seeing them at lunch and stuff. But for me, it's worked great. I love working at a fast pace of my own and uh, just driving the ship that way. So it's been a, a good ride. Fire Nation, no people, no oversight. That can really pose challenges for a lot of individuals. I mean, you might think that, hey, you hate that micromanaging and hey, you hate having to follow rules or follow orders. 
But then you take that away and you're just kind of like a fish out of water. You're kind of floundering there. And of course, that doesn't happen for everybody, but that does happen for certain people. You have to have that self-motivation, that self-drive, that discipline. It's critical if you're going to be working from home, and especially working from home for yourself. Of course, these days, there's a lot of people that work from home for other people, so they still kind of have that direction and that oversight. But Fire Nation, it's a critical factor for you. But I know, Jeff, that a lot of people are saying, well, where would I even start? to find the right business for myself, to actually dive into something that I'm going to be able to make a success. What would you tell those people? Yeah, I mean, so the easy answer is do what you love, right? Everybody hears that advice, but uh, it goes beyond that. So everybody is really good at something also. So you probably love the thing you're really good at. And then try to find a way that you can, you know, tweak that into a niche. People pay for information nowadays. They love finding experts in different niches and you would be surprised how many people are going to love and want to buy the service that you have, the more specialized it is. So I found out I was a pretty good stock trader. I was able to teach other people. And then we brought on other people who were able to teach other people and our company's grown that way. But you know, if you're listening here and you're wondering what you should be doing, well, think about the thing you're really good at and how you can become hyper-focused in that one area where people will pay and they'll pay a lot of money to get the information from you, it's going to help solve problems for them. Um, I always got three th- areas I think people should consider. So it's, a, it's like the top three things that people care about the most in their life. It's their kids. They're going to pay a lot of money for ways to make their kids better, prettier, smarter, whatever. They want to protect their kids. So they're going to pay a lot of money there. Uh, their health. You know, if you can make someone healthier, stronger, you know, live long, whatever it's going to be. They pay a lot of money for information on health and then their money. That's kind of where I fit in. It's finance, but people love their money. They're going to spend a lot of money to make more money or to protect their money, whatever it is like that. They're going to pay a lot for, for their money advice. So I think those are three easy areas that people should you know, take what they're already good at. And then how do you make it fit in one of those areas? Fire Nation passion. What are you actually good at? Because when you're rolling out of bed in the morning, if you're going to be working for yourself, you've got to be looking forward and enjoying that thing you're doing. But passion alone, it's not going to make it. You've got to combine what you're excited about with value you can add to the world, Fire Nation. I like to say, unite your passion with your skills. Get your excitement combined with value that you can add to this world, Fire Nation. That is your zone of fire. If you can find where those two things commingle, now you've got something because you're both excited about it and you're really helping people. And I love how you went through those three steps, kids, and I'll even add in pets here, Fire Nation. Yes. <laughs> I kind of love pets in with kids now. People treat their pets totally. like they do their children. <laughs> they really do. So kids and pets. Also health. I love that because of course we want to live longer and we want to be happier and more energized and enthusiastic with the years that we have as well. And then of course money, like money to a lot of people, myself included. It really means freedom, freedom to travel when you want, where you want, to live where you want, to do what you want. I mean, that money can really give you freedom to support the charities that you want, to support the family members you want. And I think it all comes down to something. And I kind of want you to maybe add a little bit to this, Jeff, because this is where I really agree with one of your points is you have to become hyper-focused. And I actually like the word micro-niche. You have to, Fire Nation, be hyper-focused. You have to find that micro-niche that's just not oversaturated, that's not being dominated by a million people right now, find that thing that you can serve people at such a massive level that 
not a lot of people are doing it because it's such a micro niche. And then once you do get going, once you get a little momentum, then you can broaden out a little bit. But what are your thoughts on that specifically, Jeff? And maybe how did you kind of find your thing within that kind of concept? Yeah, I just I think that people they discount themselves too much on that. They think that their small area of expertise, like I don't know, you're the foremost expert in the world on rare Superman comic books. You know everything about it. But you know what? There's actually probably hundreds of thousands of people that love that too. And they're going to pay. They want to follow that blog. They want to listen to that information. They want to eat everything they can about that topic. And you'll be amazed at how many people are in the world. And with the internet, you know, we can reach the whole world with whatever your obscure niche little thing is. Do you know the like seven of the top 100 podcasts right now are Game of Thrones fan podcasts? Isn't that crazy? Well, it makes me sick, but I'm, I'm glad for that. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it or hate a fire nation. It's a good lesson that you can literally grow a successful business off of some HBO special. I mean, it's really crazy to think that you can have your passion, go micro niche. But again, the people that are winning are adding super value in what they're doing as well. So talk about some tips for actually scaling an internet business. Like when people actually start to get a little bit of momentum and they're like, oh my goodness, like this is actually working. People actually are listening, they're caring, Mm -hmm. they're following, they're engaging. What do we do to actually scale at that point? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, some easy things are just learn the basics of internet marketing. So there's, people are hardly ever going to stumble across your product organically, at least at first. And just, you're going to build a brand that way. You've got to, Spend, you got to define what your brand is and what you stand for and stick to it. Don't try to deviate and just follow what you think the market wants. But, you know, you got to really own who you are in your brand and stick with it and market that thing. You got to sell it and love it and own it. Learn how to use, you know, Facebook ads. They're a great way to start. It's, you can reach everyone on the planet, basically. And, you know, they're relatively cheap to do. It's very, very targeted, very focused, depending on what you want to reach. Um, you know, we, Spend a lot of money on Google advertising, so we're all over the place on YouTube and search ads and things like that. But I think that you can, once you define your product and your brand, it's easy to to scale with um, spend by spending money on advertising. And if there's one thing I think that holds back so many small businesses is the fact that they will not go into their pockets and spend money on advertising. I'm like, if you believe enough in your product, then you've got to, you know, you're going to invest in advertising. It's not an expense. Everyone looks at it as an expense, but You've got to realize that that is the fuel for growing your business to the next level. You've got to acquire more customers. And once you find a way to sell those customers what you're doing, you know it just makes sense to keep spending and spending and spending as much as you can. So I would just encourage you to get started with it. Start small, but figure out how to, um, how to acquire customers as effectively and as cheaply as you can. Fire Nation, define your brand and stick to it. I mean, you need to know what you stand for. You need to have a brand message. You need to have people knowing that you put your flag in the sand and they can rally around that. And guess what? Not everybody's going to love your brand. Not everybody's going to love your message. And I actually love the phrase, love me or hate me because there's no money in the middle. I don't care about the middle, Fire Nation. I either want you to love me or hate me because guess what? There's no money in the middle and you should feel the same way. So if you're going to come up with a controversial idea or topic or something, that's fine. If you're passionate about it, you can bring value to people that want to rally around your controversial topic. Just have a brand, have that brand message and stick to it, make it happen. And then of course, investing in your business is key, Fire Nation. It's not an expense. 
It's you investing in yourself and your business and growing that brand. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that, specifically Fire Nation and a few other great things when we get back from thanking our sponsor. I don't consider myself a techie person, but when it comes to idea generation, I'm on fire. So when asked, are you ready to build your first sales funnel? I immediately thought I'd have to hire a tech team to help. Then I found ClickFunnels, and with ClickFunnels, the sky is the limit. ClickFunnels is a software tool that helps you create sales funnels that convert your visitors into leads and then customers. ClickFunnels was created so entrepreneurs like me and you who aren't programmers and who don't know how to code can easily build great looking pages inside of a sales funnel to grow our business online. And the great thing about ClickFunnels is that it's not just your funnel building editor, it's also your shopping cart, your email autoresponder, your membership software, your affiliate management software, and so much more. Join over 90,000 entrepreneurs who are actively using ClickFunnels to easily get their products and their message out to the world. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click. There are a lot of challenges we face as entrepreneurs, like finding the right hires. Lucky for us and for Jesse Cole, ZipRecruiter makes hiring simple, fast, and smart. Jesse is the owner of the Savannah Bananas, a minor league baseball team. He was looking for a director of fun, someone to lead the Bananas fan experience, videography team, community outreach, and entertain a packed stadium. Jesse knew it wouldn't be easy to find that kind of talent. That's why he tried ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's ability to send his job to over 100 job boards made his nationwide search fast, easy, and effective. Jesse says, as we continue to grow, for every hire, we'll go to ZipRecruiter. It was so unbelievably easy to use. And Jesse isn't alone. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, you too can find the perfect candidates by trying ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once again, ZipRecruiter dot com slash fire ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Jeff, we're back and we talked a little bit about Facebook advertising and marketing budgets before the break, but let's really dive deeper into that now. Like how should an entrepreneur look at their marketing budgets? The first thing people need to realize is they need to figure the math out on what is it? I'm, what's my break even price for my product or service? What is it you're doing? So what do I need to sell these products for? And then how can I acquire them online with advertising? Cheaper than that. <laughs> so then we, you know, in our business, we have to look at lifetime value. So I'm selling a product today. Let's say it's $100 for, we're selling financial education. So our, the cost of our products are very low, but the, we have a lot of expense on marketing, of course, is a big expense for us. And then our overhead with all the people involved in putting it together. But let's just say we have a $100 product and, you know, we, but we know over the lifetime, we have a, a subscription service. So people stick with us for a long time and buy multiple products. So maybe we know that a person who buys that $100 product is probably going to spend $500 with us over a lifetime. So we don't have to find a way to buy a, a customer for $100. We know we can spend $200 on acquiring customer at that point. And that becomes a scary thing for a lot of, uh, in, a lot of business owners. It's like, well, I'm going to actually lose money today to get a customer. Because if we're only going to make $100 and I spent $200 to buy that customer, I just lost $100. Doesn't sound good, especially as you scale it up. But when you start looking at it as an investment and you realize that, yeah, these people are going to stick with me. They are going to buy multiple products. Then you really feel, you learn that you can 
um, safely scale your business and you, you can invest more in your advertising than other people will. Fire Nation, you need to know your cost of acquisition. What is that initial cost of acquisition? You have to know your numbers. And then your ROI. What is your return on that investment? That is a key component of what you're growing. And then, of course, your LTV. If you actually know the lifetime value of your customer, of your client, then you have such an opportunity to invest more than other people are able or willing to because you get it. You get those numbers because guess what? You have multiple offers. You have upsells. You have downsells. You have recurring revenue. If you're competitors, and most of them probably do, only have one offer, then they're not going to be able to spend as much money as you because if that's a $100 offer and they're only able to get at most $100 back, they're only going to be able to spend $99 or less if they know what they're doing to acquire that customer. But if you know, you know, like Jeff just shared, that he can generate over $500 from his average client over time, he can acquire that customer for $200, $300, you know, who knows, maybe even $400 if he's looking really long-term down that investment road, and he can way outspend his competition and make things happen. So why don't you maybe talk a little bit about your business a little bit, Jeff? Like, how do you acquire people into your business and not just have that initial investment happen, but multiple offers, recurring revenue. How does that look? Oh, those are all great terms. I love those. That's what's really <laughs> helped us scale our business. We went from a one product business, so you're like a one trick pony, and um, that's being very hyper focused. We had a, you know, in the stock trading uh, landscape, there are just thousands of different kinds of areas you can in trading. So we find one area that we're really good, and there was a, a sizable market, but it's not a huge market trading uh, smaller stocks, but it's one that it was really overlooked by a lot of mainstream media. So there's not a lot of big websites covering it. And you're not going to see small stocks show up on CNBC and places like that. So that became our initial uh, place that we were able to get a foothold in. You know, we were hyper-focused in that one area. We owned it. It was our brand. We were all about it. And so customers were coming in that way to get information on small stocks and learn how we trade. And from there, we learned that they also want to trade other things. They have other needs. They have other interests. So we were able to expand our portfolio of other offerings. So we had multiple services. And then within each service, we have different ways that you can kind of climb the ladder as far as value. So you can maybe come in at a low price. Maybe it's $10 a month. Then maybe you climb to 100 bucks a month. And some people are going to pay you several hundred dollars a month or thousands of dollars a year for your service. So there, we learned that there are different tiers depending on how much value you provide to customers along the way. And so we have all these different tiers of services and then multiple services overall coming in. That's really what's enabled our company to scale and and grow to a bigger size over the last five or six years. In Fire Nation, you don't start there. Like you don't start with all of those offers and scales and structures and upsells and downsells and funnels. Like you don't start there. You start like Jeff did with that one hyper-focused micro niche opportunity, prove the concept, and then he built off of there. And guess how he built off of that? He didn't just say, okay, I know this was what people want. He asked them, like, what are you struggling with? Like what obstacles are you having? Like what further ways can we help serve you? And then those future products and services are based off of that. So was a natural progression of the clients that he was bringing in the door. And Jeff, let's kind of end because this is the way that a lot of people get caught up. They just don't recognize the fact that you can still build a team without an office. You can still run a company from home. How have you done that? How have you built a team culture without an actual physical office? Yeah, this has been definitely one of the challenges over the years, but it's really who our culture is now and it's it's become really good. So we have about 50 or so people that work from home 
all over the country and you know some even outside the United States, so all over the world even. Um, like I said earlier, it started with just me on my keyboard, working on my kitchen table at home, just so one person. And as we ex- we started growing, I needed to hire a few more people. So you know, I didn't. I never wanted to have an office. Actually, I liked staying home with my family. I want to see my kids more. So I didn't like that. I lost time on a commute, and I didn't like uh, a lot of things about going into an office. So I was much more efficient working at home. So I want to stick with that. And it also enabled me to hire the best people in the country versus just my city. So, it, you know, we're, we're a very focused uh, niche business. And if we're limited on just hiring the best people in whatever city you're in, you're very limited. But when you expand your scope to the whole country or world, then, you know, you're going to get the best people possible. And that's, that's really what we're looking for. So I've been able to hire the best people possible, I think, um, all working online. And, you know, with with uh, all the modern communications with, uh, you know, video calls and uh, I think I mentioned Slack earlier is a big part of our business now, just communicating people during the day instantly. It helps our company culture and we all drive each other. We're all focused. Um, Another thing is that everybody participates in profits with our company and almost everyone has some part of their salary tied to performance base on sales. So, everyone's got their hand in something that makes the company money and they're motivated to do it. So they show up, they work hard because they're rewarded for it. So I don't feel like I have to take all the profits to make things happen. I share a lot of profits with the company and everybody is on the same team and works really hard at a common goal. Plus we make it a, 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 a fact that we always meet up. Our whole team meets up at least once a year. I see most people on our team probably two or three times a year in person at different events. So that's a good thing for just help and build that culture too. I love performance-based sales, Fire Nation. I mean, it's just giving the yeah. right motivation to your team. Like if they're winning, if they're doing well, how about we all win together? How about they win? How about they get a piece of that pie as well? And that just makes, like you said, Jeff, makes everybody feel like they're part of the family, part of the success. And oh, by the way, they would be part of the failure as well. So they don't, they want to avoid that at all costs. And I love that point about not being just stuck to the region that you live in. They, that might not be where the best people for your company are. You can go international even these days and find the right individuals. And just one quick thing, Jeff, I'm kind of curious, if you could just say your biggest tip for hiring that you've experienced over growing this over 50 people now, what would be a tip you could share with Fire Nation? Look for athletes, people who excelled at sports. That's an easy tip that they're probably going to be, they're really driven and hardworking. So they've already got that physically. And I feel like a lot of, if you have a good business, you've built a good system. So you can take any smart, hardworking person and fit them in. You don't need someone who's already got all the skills and bring them in the door. You just want people who are going to show up, work hard, and you know be a part of the team. And athletes kind of fit that mold already. So that's an easy hiring tip. But um, I also feel like you don't have to have all the skills right away. If, if you've built a good company, people are going to come in and learn what you have, which you need to teach them really quickly. I love that. Athletes, Fire Nation. I mean, these are disciplined, active, competitive. I mean, these are individuals that are making things happen. They have committed a lot. They've sacrificed a lot over the years. They know what it takes to be a champion. So Jeff, give us one big takeaway from this entire audio masterclass. Like, what do you want to make sure our listeners get from everything that we've chatted about today? Give us a final call to action where we can find more about you and then we'll say goodbye. No matter where you're at in your business today, or maybe you've never even started your business, I think you just need to First of all, stay in your own lane. I think too many people get uh, distracted by looking at 
someone else's business. Maybe you look at mine and say, look, I'm never going to have $50 million business. That's crazy talk. I don't even have a business yet. Do you know what? It starts with just a million dollar business. Whatever you're going to be in, it's going to be a million dollar business in a few years. I don't care where it is today. If it's even zero, you can do that. And after you build a million, it grows from there and scales to as much as you want to go, actually. So I don't think you need to have any limits on what you think you can do. And you just need to know that you can do it. So everyone I've met who's really successful, they they didn't start that way. They learned along the way, but they showed up every day. They work hard. And with a little bit of luck, being smart and positioning yourself in the right business where you're going to succeed, you're going to slowly see it happen. It's not an overnight success, but just show up and do the work and you'll get to where you want to go. You can learn more about what we do at RagingBull.com. I'm the co-founder of RagingBull.com and we teach people how to trade stocks and options. And you can follow all of our wonderful professional traders who have made millions of dollars trading in the markets. So it's a great place to learn more about stock trading education. Fire Nation, stay in your lane and focus. Follow that one course until success. Don't get distracted. Don't have that bright and shiny object syndrome. Don't get caught by what I call the weapons of mass distraction because they are everywhere and they will pull you down to failure in ragingbull.com, ragingbull.com. That's where you can find out more about Jeff, everything that he has going on there. Study from him, learn from him. I mean, he's grown this business into over $50 million. I mean, this is incredible in so many ways and there's been so many value bombs and you know this Fire Nation. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with JB and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And if you head over to eofire.com, if you type Jeff in the search bar, the show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, links to his company, all the value bombs that were dropped, so check that out. And Jeff, I want to thank you for sharing your truth with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Right on. Go do it, Fire Nation. You got this. Looking for a place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart? That place is ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Ready to build your first sales funnel without having to hire an entire tech team to help? With ClickFunnels, you can. Visit eofire.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial today. That's eofire.com slash click.